Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 178 in the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on April the 5th, 2019. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Nothing. Uh, folks, uh, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. We've got so much news to get to this week. It is one of my favorite weeks because we have news in every category this week. I do love news. I love the news, and I love when we have lots of news. And we have lots of news and lots of big news, lots of new things coming, lots of things Disney's ripping away from us. Um, oh. you know, but we will, uh, you know, we'll cover it all in its entirety because that's what we do here on Two Minute News. Did you notice uh, any of Disney's classic April Fools pranks this year? No. What did they do? I was, favorite, I was somewhat busy on April Fool's Day. My favorite one that I saw was uh, Snack Ears. Where it was like, uh, there was Mickey ears that were like half, it was like half the ear and it was hollow so that you could put like your cookie or like your fries <laughs> up there and just like snack while you walk. Okay, that's clever. Yeah, like I thought that was funny. Uh, Briar Rose Gold Ears was another one where it was just kind of like Rose Gold Ears, but like repackaged as Briar Rose. Okay. Not as funny. Yeah, not as funny. But um, that one I actually thought was real for a second because I was just like, oh, wow, they're going to really try to sell us anything. Uh, and then uh, I'm trying to think of what the other thing was. Uh, there was something else about like, uh, I don't know if this was from Disney or if this was just Disney fans, but there was something about like an Iron Man themed uh, ice cream shop coming to one of the resorts. Or something uh, like that. I did see. Someone had sent me that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was an April Fool's prank. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. The uh, Could you imagine if like the we finally get marvel in in walt disney world and it's like an it's friday's ice cream shop <laughs> awesome speaking of marvel how'd you like captain marvel i enjoyed captain marvel yeah i thought it was great i i, I thought it was a really good middle of the road marvel movie uh wasn't the best wasn't the worst it was just it was good it was entertaining yeah I mean, anytime you have an origin story and you gotta tell me everything i need to know about this character movie it's gonna get a little bogged down just mm-hmm. in pace and, but i on the whole i liked it i saw it twice actually i did too i also saw it twice uh, i saw it twice at disney springs the um uh but now getting my end game tickets that was a bit of a ordeal uh yeah i went to that because apparently i'm like the only person in the world that just got in bought their tickets and put their phone down apparently everyone else had a. Uh, Massive issues. Yeah, no, I like eight o'clock, right when they went on sale, because I had heard the rumors. I was ready for it. Tried to immediately log on to the app, uh, the AMC app, and get it. A couple of times, I got to the point where you could see the theater, like pick your seats. Okay. And you know, each time I got to it, there were less and less seats in the Dolby theater, so I was getting like panicky. Um, and once it would get me to the port where I have to log into my Stubbs account. Um, that's when it would crash. And then the websites were crashing. The, I had the apps running on two tablets and a cell phone, plus my computer, and just nothing was working, and, and it was, like, horrible. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to physically go to Disney Springs and buy the ticket in person. Uh, I thought it was a great idea. You know who else thought it was a great idea, Pete? Everybody. 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 There was, what, time did you, what time did you go there? Probably about 9.30 I got there. Okay. Uh, so I left, I left the house around nine. I got there at nine thirty, Um, and there were probably a hundred people there, a hundred of my new closest friends. Uh, but now when you, when you buy the tickets there, can you use your A-list or did you have to physically buy a ticket? No, I could use my A-list. They had, so the box office wasn't open yet. So they had the, the automated tellers. The on kiosks. The, the kiosks. Right. There are four kiosks. Three of them didn't work. 
<laughs> well, let me tell you something. The AMC by me, I swear to you, is the same thing. Why is that? I don't know. Is it like on purpose? Is that a ploy? Yeah, I think so. The uh, I think the employees are like secretly sabotaging them so that they don't, uh, you know, replace them. The uh, I, I I went up, but so finally I was. They opened up the box office. They actually fixed two of the machines, so things started moving. I got my tickets for a three D show and couldn't get the Dolby. So, ah, uh, that's a bummer. It, but you know what? I'm gonna go see it a million times. I'm sure with the AMC yeah, A list. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, AMC A list gets you three movies a week, uh, for twenty dollars a month, and so I'm definitely gonna see it a lot. I will see it in Dolby eventually. It's okay that I have to see it in uh, regular three. I mean, first world problems. I have to see it in regular three right, D right. before <laughs> I can see it in Dolby. Um, well, first off, A list is now twenty four months. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. Um. But, yeah, I wanted to get into Dolby. You know my crew here is rather extensive. I think we had to hire the entirety of Row H and wow. partial of Row J. So it, But, you know, it's a little hard when everyone has A-list and everyone wants to go on and get tickets. And, yeah, how do, you, yeah. how do you coordinate that? Because We like, didn't coordinate it well. That. My buddy Nolan and I bought, I bought five. I think I bought five. And we got them right away. Um, I had people in my group, like, because they have A-list, like, they bought a single ticket and they want their girlfriend to buy a single ticket. And, and that's where it all goes to heck, because it is pretty jammed up when everyone's buying, trying to buy tickets. Somehow it all worked out. But, yeah, no, it was a little hectic for a while. Gone are the days where you could just buy a, a, a stack of tickets for your friends and it'd be just, you know. But, you know, the... The trade-off for that is the ability to pick your seat. You don't have to deal. Like I remember when I went to see Civil War at Disney Springs, this this one, these like three people were trying to reserve an entire row of the movie theater, right? And people were just livid. Um, well, I'll tell you what. The thing that I I hope this is not the new trend. Um, I saw tons and tons of people trying to scalp their Endgame tickets for large sums of money. They're going for thousands of dollars on eBay right now. I mean, that's that. I mean, are people trying to sell them for thousand dollars, or people are actually buying them for thousands of dollars? I don't know. That's but, crazy talk. You know, I've I've got two sitting in my wallet right now for me, me and my friend Jenna. You know, thinking about taking one for the team, making a couple thousand dollars. And by taking one for the team, you mean Jenna's out of luck. You're still going. Of course, yeah. No, I'm selling hers. Right. Um. Okay, so ready to get into the news this week? Yes, let's do it. The news brought to you by Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, you can always check out Dave um, at on Facebook as, uh, you know, uh, check him out on Facebook as, uh, <laughs> bleh. You can, Dave's very active in our Facebook group. You can always find him there. You can also send him an email at DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Sorry, Dave, I got a little tongue-tied. Uh, so, worldwide news. Ready? We got a bunch. Okay. Where are we starting? Uh, well, let's start at the biggest news of the last month, and that is the um, what is being known as the stroller smoking ban. Correct. So Disney has finally decided to crack down on stroller sizes because strollers are getting a little out of hand, Peter Mandel. Uh, okay. I they're, believe that. They're, they're getting a little massive. Um, the new thing that people are um, going nuts with is uh, these wagon strollers have you seen them yeah of course yeah they're essentially collapsible wagons um now here's my thing i don't hate the wagon strollers because they're thin and long so they don't really cause a lot of traffic buildup and they fold up really well like i feel like they fold up better than regular strollers like when getting on the bus or getting on the monorail um a friend my friend oj used one when he was here and he's coming back in may and had just bought a brand new wagon stroller <coughs> for his trip and um yeah now he's out now he's out of luck he's bought this big expensive new stroller for nothing oh yeah he liked the fact that his kid That's could so like good. he liked the fact that his son could lay down in it and take a nap which i think is pretty cool yeah i mean that is that is true. I mean, I had one child who could sleep in strollers and one who just couldn't. So which one you know, could, the, which one couldn't? Uh, Ethan could. Abby was not really a, a stroller napper. I mean, if it was like uber uber tired, then maybe. But she almost couldn't nap in strollers, right. which Ethan could. So uh, you know, it's just 
I get the whole laying down. It does seem nice. Uh, so the um, the wagons wagons are banned, stroller wagons are banned, and regular strollers can be no larger than 31 inches wide and 52 inches long. So I don't know okay. if the security people are going to be standing there with tape measures. But in the beginning they are because they're going to have to, you know, set an example from, from Jump Street. Absolutely. Like, you know, like the first day that they banned selfie sticks, not everybody is as in tune with – has their finger on the pulse of the Disney news. So, like, when right. they banned selfie sticks, they confiscated thousands of selfie sticks on the first day. Now, by confiscate, do you get it back? I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I I, I, I'm sure they do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure they, like, hold it at guest relations or something. I would assume they're not going to steal your stuff. Yeah, I can't see them doing that either. Though, you know what? I know a a friend of mine went to get into the parks and had a pocket knife in his pocket recently. Well, that's... Well, he he forgot. Like, he always has his knife with him. Like, you know, people use it as, like, a tool or whatnot. And he just forgot to leave it in the car. He just kind of gave it to Disney security, and that was that. Like, he was just like, I'll get a new knife. Like, he didn't get that back. Yeah, no, you're not getting that back. Yeah. Um, oh, so smoking is also now is going to be banned in all Disney parks. This is all as of May 1st, by the way. So uh, everything is still currently going on. But now, as a non-smoker, I've never had an issue with feeling like I was, you know, smelling smoke. Or the only time is like maybe like if you're walking around World Showcase that one smoking area by the Japan Pavilion, if the wind's blowing a certain way, you're getting a little whiff of it. But for the most part, I feel like the in-park smoking areas have been really, like, well-hidden and off the beaten path. I gotta tell you something. I kind of disagree slightly. Okay. There was a smoking area literally, like, attached to Cinderella Castle. Well, there's not On anymore. the side? Well, because it's Dan, but not that long ago. So if you go up the path where Merida, remember Merida used to have that little meet and greet right there? She still does. Okay. Well, if you went up that path, that went from the line from Merida into the smoking area. Oh. And if that line was long enough, it was like into like people smoking. Ooh. I did the Merida meet and greet quite a while ago, uh, but I remember specifically there being a smoking area there. Now, I'm also a non-smoker, so I don't really have – and I don't really mind either, to be totally honest with you. I don't really have a stake in the game, um, but I understand the decision to move it outside the park. Yeah, no, I know. I, I understand it. Um, my favorite are people who, like – my favorite freak out about this has been, Walt Disney would be turning over in his grave. And I'm like, Walt Disney died of lung cancer. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he probably came around to the other side of thinking afterwards. Like, hey, you know what? It would have been cool to live another 20 years, 20, 30 years. I – yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Walt started smoking when they were like, hey, this is probably good for you. Yeah, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah growing boy needs his cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> what about this? Let's say the park's mass capacity. It's like 4th of July. And you want to use one of the out-of-park smoking areas. Mm-hmm. Can you just get back in no problem? I'm sure. I'm sure re-entry yeah, right? is not a problem. I never knew how re-entry on those kind of mass capacity days. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like those days where they're they're closing the park due to, you know, not letting extra people in. Like on those huge days, like Christmas Day, Fourth of July, whatnot. Uh, I can remember being there on New Year's Eve and seeing a throng of people outside the gates, like waiting to get in as other people were leaving. And I'm like, oh, what if you left, want to come back? Yeah, that that is a good question. I'm sure there's some. Like they're not you're not going to be like I'm going to go outside for a cigarette, and they're going to be like halt. You know, you <laughs> shall not pass. That would be cool, though. It would be it, only if they had Gandalf the Grey uh, working the um, working the turnstiles. You think he's free with the big hat? With the big, of course, with the big hat. Yeah, he's got the hat. Well, no, he didn't have the big hat on when when he did the "You shall not pass" to the Balrog. Right, because it like blew away or something. Yeah, no, because he was fighting the Balrog. Right, right. Um, the Lord of the Rings stuff for you there folks uh so speaking of things that are banned uh loose ice and dry ice are banned as of now right i don't know about the uses for dry ice i don't know why people would need to bring dry ice into disney parks maybe it's like 
you want to like really coolly unveil something like open up the thing and the the, <laughs> the dry ice smoke spills out like that's for special pictures so it's like psh, there's like smoke around you behold my mickey ears uh you know what's weird i listen and and i'm 100 positive they wouldn't go through all this if they didn't have their reasoning mm. but like loose ice bent ice put into like ziploc bags totally fine yeah because I, i'm pretty sure the problem is that people are just dumping their coolers of loose ice out on the out on the sidewalk all it's gonna take is one person to trip and fall, slip and fall oh man, that's a good one uh, now listen it's florida the ice melts within two minutes right especially in the summer but still i guess they just don't want to risk that that's a big liability thing uh the, but so if you put if you put loose ice into some freezer bags and then when you get in the park, dump it out of the freezer bags into your cooler. Well, then you're, cool. you're a diabolical villain at that point. Right. You've circumvented the Disney plan. <laughs> Behold, Perry the Platypus, my loose isinator. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, can, uh, you can get complimentary cups of ice at food and beverage locations that have a soda fountain. Uh, Disney's also recommending you use um, uh, reusable ice packs. How many cups of free ice do you think you could get? I don't. Um, you think you like, I need seventy-five cups of ice? <laughs> I have a Brazilian tour group with me. Can <laughs> I get seventy-five cups of ice, please? Uh, no, I'm not putting it in this cooler. What are you talking about? <laughs> the uh, uh, so uh, a train line is rumored to be going to Walt Disney World now. Direct train line, really? Yeah. From like we're talking. Like, well, so Virgin Trains USA has been doing a lot of work in Florida, connecting a lot of the because di- Florida's not like New Jersey. It doesn't have like New Jersey transit uh, where, where like just con- everything is connected by this train line uh, right. in Florida. You know, you're starting to get that because Virgin Trains, uh, Richard Branson's company, has already connected Miami, Fort Lauderdale and West Palm Beach to each other. They're now looking to expand their service to Tampa and Orlando with direct service right to Walt Disney World. It would integrate with Disney's transportation, hotels, and theme parks, and would include a station at Orlando International Airport. Huh. So if you didn't want to take the Magical Express, you or you you could just hop a train and take it right to Walt Disney World from Orlando Airport, which I think they do in some of the with some of the other Disney parks around the world. Like I think like uh, Shanghai has one and Paris. They do. Um, I, I mean, I get. I, I mean, is there? I'm asking this out of ignorance, but is there this much of a need for it? I, I don't know. I guess so. I, you know, but I, mean, I, I, guess, I could see I it being locally. more. I could. I could see it less for people that are coming into MCO and more for people that want to come here from like South Florida. Right. Yeah. That's. I meant more from the airport. Like, are are people really like Disney? Kind of has the transportation game completely down at that airport. I mean, there are people that complain about the amount of time that it takes to do Magical Express. You're waiting for a while. It takes a while. You got to go to other resorts. This could be a more direct route, but you're also giving up the Disney theming because you know those trains aren't going to be Disney themed. Yeah, you're also bringing your luggage. What are you doing with your luggage? Right. I mean, there's you know there's some other factors at play. Yeah. I don't know what these trains look like. I'm pretty sure that it's probably no different than the New Jersey Transit commuter trains. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they're awesome themed uh, yeah. trains. Yeah. Uh, well, we got some Disney Springs news. Okay. Uh, first up, the new macaroni and cheese food truck is now open in Disney Springs. Not for you, I know. But for most other people, this is exciting news. What uh, is the name of this food truck? Uh, it's just Mac and Cheese, like from what I saw. Ah. Like I, I don't think it had like a cool name. It's over where all the other food trucks were, like the park food trucks. Right. I outside. like when food trucks have like clever names. Yeah. Um. I don't. You know what? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I I have a picture of the food truck, but I um I'm not looking at it at the moment. But uh, so some of the things offered at this food truck: a six cheese crunchy Mac and Cheese, which features crunchy Cheetos. Uh, barbecue brisket macaroni and cheese, bacon cheeseburger macaroni and cheese, chicken parmesan macaroni and cheese, lobster and shrimp macaroni and cheese. This is that. This is a game changer. Is it? Uh, yeah, because people who come to Disney love macaroni and cheese. Not everybody's you. That's true. I do acknowledge that. Yeah, like you don't like pasta, you don't like cheese. So obviously, macaroni and cheese is like your death knell food. 
listen, my daughter loves mac and cheese. And when I say no Disney trip is complete without mac and cheese, I mean no Disney day is complete without mac and cheese. I will say she eats it once a day while we're there. I mean, makes sense to me. Uh, We also have an opening date set for the NBA experience. Okay. August 12th. And I got to say, like, as much as I'm not excited about the NBA experience because I don't care about basketball at all, um, the building looks really cool. I know you're going to this is dumb, but as someone who loves the NBA, they have something in there where you can actually go inside and on draft night, all the players, as their name is called, like go up on stage and like shake hands with the commissioner, like you know they've been drafted. They have the little spot, the stage there. You can go and take a picture, like you've been drafted oh my God. into the NBA. I think it's awesome. <laughs> Hi, I'm I Kevin. I'm five foot ten and chubby, and I've just been drafted <laughs> to the NBA. <laughs> if I lived locally, I would put on a suit. And a brand new New York Knicks hat, like I've just been drafted, and I would I would have that picture taken. I think you need to do that on your next trip, like specifically. I can't see me doing it, but but I want to. My God, I can't believe that. And Our, then I will go and do uh, the Star Wars VR in a suit. Absolutely. Uh, resort news: We got some resort news. Meisner's Lounge uh, at the Grand Floridian is going to be expanded. That's the uh, the small lounge they currently have there. They're closing Commander Porter's uh, merchandise shop. <laughs> on April 4th to make room for the expansion of the lounge. A temporary lounge will be set up over by the Garden View Tea Room, where I actually have a reservation coming up at the Garden View Tea oh, Room. Oh, nice. Yeah, my friend Amy and I are going to go have afternoon tea and be all classy and drink with our pinkies up. I like that. Yeah. Uh, the Grand Floridian Orchestra will perform on the ground level during the construction, and this is all expected to be complete by fall of 2019. So, there you go. Changes coming to the Grand Floor. Uh, water park news. We got some water park news. It's actually some some pretty decent news, actually, too. Ready for this? Yep. Direct bus service is now being offered to the water parks again. It was where, okay. yeah, it was where in I believe Blizzard Beach was like tacked on to like Animal Kingdom, and Typhoon okay. Lagoon. You had to take a bus to Disney Springs and then transfer to a Typhoon Lagoon bus, which is you know right across the street. Um, now, the uh, direct buses have resumed. Some routes, however, stop at other resorts, so it is a shared route. So the All-Stars all obviously share one one bus, but they share all the buses. Um, and that is, uh, so All-Star music, movies, and sports are all sharing a, a water park bus. Uh, the Poly, the Grand Floridian, and the Contemporary Resort are sharing a water park bus. Uh, Pop Century and Art of Animation... The Swan Dolph- uh, are sharing one. The Swan, the Dolphin, Yacht and Beach, and the Boardwalk are sharing one. Jumbo House and Kidani Village are sharing one, and Fort Wilderness and Wilderness, Lo- uh, Wilderness Lodge are sharing them. Is anyone not a train service there? No, nobody's running a direct train service. Okay. Uh, now, certain bus stops, like so, if you're in a sprawling resort. Uh, you know, like, no matter where you are, the bus for the Magic Kingdom is coming right to by where you are. Uh, not so much with the water park buses. So at Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Old Key West, Port Orleans, and Saratoga Springs, there's only one location throughout the resort where you can catch a water park bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so hmm. that's interesting, right? Complicated, but okay. Um, yeah, complicated, but gets you to the water park. Uh, We are going to stop here, take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with the park news after these words from our sponsors. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. you got to pack everything up. you got to figure out where you're eating. you got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. 
Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic workdays to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. And we're back, folks. Welcome back to more Two Men in the Mouse. We are coming at you with even more Disney news, and we've got four theme parks worth of news right now peter mandel are you ready for this yeah this is what i've been waiting for yeah absolutely so magic kingdom news uh the disney after hours events you know we've always maligned these and be like i would never go to that um well they have one now that i want to go to okay tell me that they they have um 
they have involved the Disney villains in the After Hours events of the Magic Kingdom now. Well, that does sound promising. Yeah, so, and not only that, but it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. The uh, There's going to be a original villain stage show hosted by Hades and, and Megara. Okay. So right off the bat, I'm interested. Um, there's going to, the Maleficent Dragon float from the Festival of Fantasy Parade is going to be loose in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, okay, that sounds like a hazard, but okay. Well, I mean, you know, like, not, like, loose, but I'm sure they're going to be moving very slowly with attendance. Um, villain, the, there's going to be villain-inspired additions to Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. Oh, I wonder what that means. I'm very curious. Like, I I think that's one of the main reasons I want to go, is just to see what these additions are. Yeah, um, that's interesting. Absolutely. The, uh... A variety of specialty food and beverages off um, based on a lot of the villains, including Zerg, which I love any Zerg um, stuff. Oh, man, you know I do, too. Yeah. Um, and new logo merchandise and di- like specific Disney villain merchandise being offered. Okay. This is uh, June 6th to August 8th. Tickets are $139 in advance and 144 on the night of. For annual pass holders and DVC, you can get them for $109. So, this is essentially another complete park-like ticket. Right. You know what's funny, though? And this is how you can tell we're, like, complete phonies about this. Because every other time we've got over the prices, we've been like, oh, my God, I would never do that. And this one, you're telling me the prices, and in my head, I'm like, no, it doesn't seem that bad. Well, because you're getting, like, stuff. You're getting extra stuff. You're getting a stage show. It's essentially like a version of Not So Scary Without the Candy. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's almost like one of the uh, hard ticket events. You're, you're like getting a, yeah, you're getting a stage show. You're get, uh, however, one thing that they've already said they're not doing, the villains are not meeting and greeting. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I'm okay with that. You know that characters are my thing, but... When I would go to an event like that, and they would have characters, you know I would spend the entire night just doing that. Yeah. And you kind of have to if you want to get all of them or the ones you really want. I just so, hope they don't oversell this. Okay. Yeah, no, I get, I get what you I, I just hope that they don't oversell this because they do sometimes. And the point of the After Hours events is that you can get on the rides without a line. Like That's the allure right. of the After Hours events. Right. Uh, so we'll see. I, I definitely am going to go to this. So, Oh, interesting. Yeah, cool. I'm going to give you a full report. Uh, on-ride photos have come to the Haunted Mansion. It's been rumored for years, and it's finally here. Oh, you know this news makes me so happy. I know. I know. this, And this is it's not where we thought it would be. Uh, the cameras are actually near the beginning of the ride. Yeah, judging by the picture that I saw, I knew that they weren't at the end, just from the head position of the people in the picture. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the, uh, the there are no preview screens, obviously. It goes directly to your Magic Band uh, using RFID technology, so you kind of have to trust in the technology, which, I mean, I've been burned by this before. I have one time also. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, at, like, Splash and Space, I still always tap. I mean, I, I just always assume that it's always going to get better, so there's not much I can do about it anyway. Yeah. No, I I always tap, uh, but like last time I went on Pirates, I didn't get my picture. Ah, uh, that's a bummer. It always makes me wonder, like, was somebody doing something inappropriate and they like axed the picture? I feel like they would. So yeah, maybe. That definitely could be the thing. Um, <clears throat> the uh, okay, so moving along, the uh, now let, let me ask you a question real fast. So the picture itself for Haunted Mansion, yes, that is. The hat box ghosts on the top, right? It is, which I'm a little concerned about. I thought that was weird. Yeah, I keep. Here's the thing: I like the hat box ghost. Keep him in Disneyland where he belongs. He I love the hat box ghost, but it's the hat box ghost on top and two like generic ghouls on the bottom. Like, why wouldn't it be the three hitchhiking ghosts, right? Or anything. I mean, that ride is chock full of, like, notable, merchandisable, by the way, characters. It's not like people don't know them. I just think it's weird. I, I agree with you. I think it's weird, too. Um, <clears throat> the waterway around the castle has been drained over by the area where you proposed to your wife. That's because they are, as we talked about in the last show, they are expanding the walkway and uh, had to be drained for construction efforts. Okay. 
So uh, the walk around the world bricks are going away. I did see this also. They are they are finally getting they're getting rid of them and leave a legacy. So how about that? Uh, they were only guaranteed when you bought them in the '90s. They were only guaranteed to be in Walt Disney World until 2011. Uh, you can buy a souvenir version of your brick through August 31st for only ten dollars, and you can get that at the guest relations booth at the Magic Kingdom. Now I saw they were going to be selling. Like, if you had to say, Kevin, you wanted to buy one, you will be able to go online and buy one. It is not $10. No, it's not. Uh, but I saw one, um, I saw them selling them at Disney Springs last night. I, I think the difficult thing is the majority of people who have these are not going to be able to get down there in that, let's say, three-month window or whatever it is. Absolutely. To get it for $10. There's, I mean, there's an email address that you can go to as well. Which I didn't write down, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can contact them and, and order it, um, you know, without actually being here. So uh, Epcot news: we have some details on the upcoming Epcot Forever show, the new night, the interim nighttime show taking uh, taking place between Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, and whatever the new show coming in 2020 is. Okay, uh, there are going to be kites in this show. Kites, kites. They'll be operated on personal watercraft by two-man teams. Huh. Music. Okay. Yep. Music involved in this uh, in this showing will be uh, one li- one little spark has been confirmed and Magic Journeys. This is coming in fall of 2019. All right. Hmm. So, That's intriguing. Have you seen your final illuminations at this point? Are you coming back before then? No. Yeah. Wait, when is it officially over? Uh, fall 2019. Well, I guess it depends on what fall 29... Oh, yeah, I guess it depends on what fall means. Yeah. So dates have been announced for the Festival of the Holidays at Epcot. Okay. It'll be running from November 29th to December 30th. Okay. Now, that's way shorter than last year. I was going to say, that seems awfully quick. Last year started on November 18th, and that's because food and wine has been extended yet again. Wow, that's unbelievable. Every year we say it, like we're going to get to a point 50 years from now where food and wine is just going to encompass the entire year. I mean, honestly, why, do, why don't they just do it all year round? I know, at this point. the uh, So food. this is the longest ever food and wine. Opens August 29th, going to November 23rd. Okay, wow. That's a full August, September, October. That's a full three months. Last year it ended I mean, on November the twelfth, so they've extended it, you know, substantially. I guess there's no point in actually making it all year round, as it does draw people to the parks. Yeah, it's definitely a draw when it comes about. Right. So I mean, why you know, why not make it a you know, if you did it all the time, it wouldn't be a special thing. But. Right. Um. So, I there's something I wanted to point out. About this, these food and wine dates. Okay. Did you happen to catch the date that uh, food and wine is opening? No. What is it? August 29th. Does that sound familiar okay. to you? Um, no. That is the day that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens. Oh. So now you're bringing food and wine crowds and Star Wars crowds in, in on the same day? Huh. Traffic is going to be ridiculous. Plan yeah, your routes is. accordingly, people. I Listen, I plan on being there on day one of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I plan on getting, Oh, you're going to go for it? I'm going to go for it, Pete. I'm going to... Because at this point, with, with them with them moving the date up, there's no way a pass holder preview is going to happen. Yeah, it's just, Yeah, it's just not going to happen. So I plan on, on doing a whole thing. I'm going to be going Facebook Live all throughout the day. Um, we, well, I, I might even try to vlog about it, you know, get my, get my Tim tracker on, but, uh, the, uh, yeah, the, uh, oh, you know, what's funny. My, uh, my roommate was just in a Tim tracker video. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. She works at the Ganachery in Disney Springs and, um, she did like the closing of, um, you know, one of his videos. So if you watch Tim tracker and you saw an adorable redhead, uh, you know, Closing a Tim Tracker video, that would be my roommate, who, you know, is also my best friend. So, yay. <laughs> she, yay. She, she said people have been coming in um, 
to the store and being like, oh, my God, Piper, I saw you on Tim Tracker. So uh, the uh, I just I, I can't imagine what crowds are going to be like the day Star Wars opens and food of wine open food and wine opens. Yeah, I don't want to imagine it's going to be uh, it's going to be rough. It's so unlike Disney to create that kind of traffic jam. Maybe they have a plan. I mean, yes, it's two separate parks, and you know the the Skyliner should be operating before then because they're already they're in heavy duty testing for those right now. Yeah, I've seen that. A new um, a new movie is coming to the Land Pavilion. Awesome Planet is taking the place of the former Circle of Life film. It involves on-screen exploration of Earth with in-theater effects and space sequences that were created by industrial light and magic. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. It delivers an environmental message, just like the original Circle of Life did. So, now, did you ever do that Circle of Life video? Never. Did you? I did way back in the day. I figured you had to have at some point. And then I always wanted to with the kids. They always kind of wanted to do it, but by, they always wanted, kind of wanted to do it. I mean, when I would ask them, they were like, eh. So we never did it, but yeah, the, the, uh, but so the new one's coming and you know, ILM's involved. So that's awesome. There's a, a a new crepe restaurant or crepery as they're calling it is coming to the France pavilion in Epcot around the time Ratatouille opens. It's going to be featuring the cuisine of chef Jérôme Bocuse, who also runs chefs de France and Monsieur Paul. Uh, be savory and sweet crepes. I want to say I'm excited about this because I do like crepes. However, there's been a savory and sweet crepe location in Disney Springs for the last several years, and I've only gone to it like twice. Hmm. I also want to say I'd be excited about it, but I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, savory crepes, I realize, are not my thing. Oh, see, I like savory crepes. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not having the right ones, but like, I had a couple of them at the Arista Crepes, and I didn't love them. But they have a s'mores crepe that was a messy, really good time. Animal Kingdom news, Rafiki's Planet Watch is reopening this summer. A lot of people thought that Rafiki's Planet Watch was gone forever. But that is not so. It's being apparently they're 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 giving it a line a more of a Lion King overlay. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, they they made enhancements that are in keeping with their celebration of the Lion King, which is currently going on in Animal Kingdom. You're seeing Lion King stuff spread up everywhere. Well, it is a promotional machine, so that makes sense. Yeah, but it, but it's like like original Lion King stuff, not like new movie Lion King stuff. Yeah, but still. Uh, Hollywood Studios news, the, the final news uh, category for us today. Uh, new character coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios. From what I understand, I mean, if this isn't is first time ever, it's definitely been a really long time. Bo Peep is coming to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, you know, I... You think Bo Peep has been around before? I don't know. Like, I mean, part of me thinks that maybe, like, when the movies first came out. No, I don't think so. But I want to, I want to vaguely say I remember seeing a picture of Bo Peep, like way back in the in the nineties. I feel like I did I too. Know. You know, Not they sure. used to have a Toy Story parade too, so I'm sure she was in that. Yeah, she had to be. Uh, but she's going to be in Toy Story Land. I don't know where in Toy Story Land. I don't know where. Like, the one thing in Toy Story Land they didn't build were, like, character meet-and-greet locations. Because Woody and Jesse and Buzz are just kind of out there. Right. They're just kind of standing around. Have you been to Toy Story Land yet? No, not yet. Wow. When's the next trip planned for? Uh, I'm hoping fall. Okay. I wow. Really so next time you come, to... uh, Galaxy's Edge will be will be open. That's why I need uh, my closest friend in the world, Kevin J. Kessler, to plan out a really wonderful, here's your plan of attack. This is what you should do. Oh, by, by the time you get here in the fall, I will I will have this. I will be an expert in this thing. Okay, because, you know. Here's the thing. I feel like it's it's like, you know, you're trying to, like, like, fight a monster, and you keep going at it, and it keeps beating you and throwing you back, but you keep going back and learning a plan of attack. That's how I plan to go at this Galaxy's Edge. I like that. Good. I fully expect to get frustrated, beaten, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. I almost went into a rant about <laughs> something like I could happened. feel it. I could feel, like, your, like, energy swell up. The force shifted. Uh, the Star Wars Hotel has begun construction. Okay. 
they're going to have to, you know, build pretty fast if they want to get it up and running by August 29th. Well, I'm pretty sure they're not doing that. Oh, right. Now, yeah, no, you probably got at least two years of construction before that's open. You know, again, I think the way that they're approaching this whole Star Wars lands and opening it and staggering everything, I think it's, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Uh, the ground has been cleared for a while for it, but now they're starting to build. They're starting to lay the foundations and build now. Um, I'm pretty sure it is a cross-world drive from Hollywood Studios. Okay. Which means there will probably be some kind of, like, passenger... Because I've been told that, like, the point is you can get... For, you can go from the resort right into Galaxy's Edge with no, like, break in the story. Interesting. Hmm. So I'm assuming there'll be some kind of passenger bridge that goes over World Drive like they have at Disney Springs. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. The uh, 30th anniversary decor is up at Hollywood Studios. And the cool... Th- so they have banners up everywhere for the 30th anniversary. <clears throat> but depending on where in the park you are, um, it's themed differently to, to coincide with that area. Okay. Like over by, you know, Star, Star Tours, BB-8's on the... On the thing. Toy Story Land is Toy Story characters and whatnot. Uh, No word yet on if there's a Muppet version. I doubt it. But, you know. Is there any retro MGM Studios stuff? No. uh, You know what? I haven't. Like, the Epcot 35 merchandise I really liked because it was all kind of retro Epcot. Um, I have a Epcot 35 pennant hanging up in my office right now as we're filming this. I'm really. Nice. I, I, I haven't seen the 30th anniversary merchandise yet. I'm sure I will see it more as we get closer to the anniversary date, which is May 1st, um, and you know, go from there. But I'm really hoping for some retro MGM Studios kind of looking stuff. Moving along here, uh, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy is now open. This is a new attraction in Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, located in the Sunset Showcase uh, Plaza. It's a 10-minute show featuring an animatronic Lightning McQueen. Mixed with video displays on a 200-foot-wide wraparound screen. Are you going to do this? I think I might pop in just to see what it's like. I mean, I even went to the Frozen sing-along once just to see it. I enjoyed the Frozen sing-along. I took a look at this Lightning McQueen thing. I think it looks pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, it looked pretty neat. So I don't see why I wouldn't go see it. Uh, There's also a new projection show coming to Hollywood Studios uh, for the 30th anniversary. Coming on May 1st, the Wonderful World of Animation Projection Show, which celebrates 90 years of Disney animation, uh, starting with Mickey. So you know Walt's going to be all over this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The ABC Commissary is now accepting dinner reservations. I saw this. Yeah. Well, I mean, AMC Commissary's got some really good food, like probably better than, more high-end than a lot of the quick service locations. Uh, And they've adopted this fast, casual style of dining, wherein... You go up and you order like a normal table service restaurant, and then they give you the pager, and they bring the food directly to your table. Okay, my question is, for dinner, for this fast casual dinner, is this still a counter service credit? I would assume so, yeah. Okay, that's a a great deal. Yeah, because it is still counter service food. Uh, We have new parking lot names uh, in in Hollywood Studios. Formerly it was like, you know, Mickey's stage, Donald, a goofy film, Donald music, and mini television. Uh, now they have a Mickey lot, a mini lot, Woody, Buzz, Jesse, Olaf, and BB-8. Okay. So there you go. And the like, the Mickey and Minnie are like the new style animation that they're doing for Runaway Railway. Right. Uh, new resort bus loops have opened at Hollywood Studios. This is the final bit of news we have for today. Um, they're going to be a little bit closer. Uh, then, you know, people have been really complaining a lot that the temporary bus stop is so far from the entrance. And it is. It's a hike. But uh, the new bus loop is now open, and it's a little bit closer. Still a little bit of a walk, but definitely closer, and they have new restrooms open there now as well. Brand new. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, The, um, so, uh, oh, you know, one thing I wanted to point out, um, I'm not sure if I pointed it out earlier when we were talking about the stroller ban. Uh, our friends over at Kingdom Strollers, our sponsor, they are not affected in the least bit by this. Oh, that's good. All of every one of the, because they don't rent the wagon strollers anyway, but all of their strollers meet the size requirements uh, that have not oh, been laid out by Disney. So good for so that's awesome for them and awesome for our listeners who use their service. Uh, well, yeah, that, you know, I, I never had a problem bringing a stroller, like a little umbrella stroller, but I can't. I mean, 
I feel like nine out of 10 people I talk to want to get a stroller when they're down there. And I get it. It kind of makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, I get it too. It's, you know, I, I and having it delivered right to your resort is a, it's a really good deal. Yeah, um, it, also, people should follow Kingdom Strollers on Instagram. They have a really good Instagram and like they're constantly doing like giveaways and stuff like that. So definitely give them a follow over Kingdom Strollers. Uh, okay. So that does it for this week, Pete. Excellent. Anything else you wanted to bring up? Any anything on your mind that's pressing? Huh? No, I mean I'm I'm just still in pre end game mode, so I can't think about much else. Right. Yeah, I, I get you. I totally get you. Um, I will see you next week. I'm going to be up in Jersey for my birthday. Um, oh yeah. Popping into the Rogue Comics. I have a certain item that you have for sale on mind that I'm going to be picking up, and we'll probably post in the uh, in the discussion group. Wait, does this mean that you have to watch Game of Thrones like at home? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Sorry, right. my, my brothers are going to be there, and they watch it too. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, my birthday is uh, the day Game of Thrones premieres is my birthday. So. Or you could talk Dave into letting you watch Game of Thrones at his house. I could. I'm going to give Dave a call. See if you that. can work on that. Yeah, no, totally. All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check out our good friend Peter Mandel, like I will be next week over at Rogue Comics in Cranford, New Jersey at 105. North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. Or uh, you can go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you are planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, or Aulani out in Hawaii, please check out our friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. If you're renting a crib or stroller in Walt Disney World, check out Kingdom Strollers. Uh, they will deliver right to your Disney resort. That's kingdomstrollers.com. And of course... Folks, for me, please check out my books. They're all on Amazon. The Rossinanti series, Winters of Elnora, Birth of the Dark Angel, and more coming at you guys soon once I can get my myself into gear. Also wanted to get a quick plug for my friend Dave Swan and his uh, wrestling, professional wrestling company out there in New Jersey called UWA Elite. It is the uh, the wrestling company that I kind of grew up with and grew up in and throughout my career. I'm in the UWA Elite Hall of Fame currently, and I'm going to be going to their show on April 13th, which is called Luck of the Draw. Uh, that is going to be where all the champions are facing off against uh, randomly picked opponents. Uh, so I'll be there. I hope you guys are there, too. You can go to UWAElite.com and check out some of their stuff. They have a really cool YouTube channel. And their full shows are available on the UWA Elite Network, which is worth the $6.99 per month that it costs to subscribe to it. All right. Well, folks, that thank you again for joining us this and every week. Pete, any closing words? I'll see you real soon. Yep. Please, folks, keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week. On two men and the mouse.